Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another slam-tastic episode of The Morning Bowl, your favorite serial-based podcast that was not talking to Asia McLean in the library at 2.30 p.m. on January 13th, 1999. Whew. As always, I'm your host, Joseph Morgenstern, and joining us today at the breakfast table is a guest who is 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, ladies and gentlemen, Connor Moore. Connor, how's it going? It's going pretty good. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. Um, actually, yeah, no, not, I'm doing fine. Uh, and um, I'm really excited for today's show because we're going to be doing some crazy stuff, getting some crazy hijinks. I know you like to get into some crazy hijinks sometimes, Connor. Uh, <laughs> you just give me a fist bump. Thank you for that. Um, so before we get into things, why don't we talk a little bit about you? Um, so one exciting thing about the show is that actually... You are our first guest host that actually um, hails uh, hails from Northern Secondary School. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that is right. That, that's pretty cool. Um, fun, a little fun factoid for all of you listeners at home. I also, I went to that school and I still go to that school. Um, so we've got a little something in common there. I'm surprised we never actually like met and talked. That would have... <laughs> Thank you for the face. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, um, so, so obviously you're, you're a serial guy, right? But what, tell me a little bit more about your background in serial. Well, I believe, you know, cereal, it's not, you know, a lot of people just think it's, you know, breakfast get, a lot of people just think cereals, you know, breakfast get over with, no one cares enough, but I feel like cereal, you know, it's got that extra level. It's got that extra level that if you really get into it, you can enjoy it and you can take that level and you can give it to yourself in your everyday life. It's, it, you're rewarding yourself when you're educated about your cereal. Amen. Um, now, Connor, just before we begin, would you say that you believe cereal is between a man and a woman? Oh, it depends on who you ask there, Joe. I'm pretty neutral when it comes to opinions like that, so I'm, I'm just going to let that one slide. All right. Um, you heard it here, folks. Connor Moore is not a serial progressive. Um, he hates gay serial marriage. Um, it's not true. That's not true. He loves gay serial marriage. Um, a couple announcements to make before we begin with the show. Firstly, Episodes are going to begin to stray a little bit further from focusing on one particular serial. That's sort of what we're trying out today in this little trial run. Um, we're going to be spending a little bit more time answering some questions, doing some wacky stuff, in addition to talking about the serial of the day, which, by the way, is Shreddies. Um, today will, as I said, include both a Shreddies review, which is what we'll be starting off as, and then we're going to go through a bunch of questions and hopefully get in some wacky hijinks on that and maybe uh, get a caller. So... It's a wild, action-packed episode, even if you didn't stick around for both of the first ones, which I recommend you do. You should definitely stick around right now. But uh, before we get into anything else, let's start with the briefing. Um, now, we're going to keep this short and sweet, um, just like Shreddy's, or I don't know, because I haven't heard the briefing yet. Um, but Connor, why don't you tell us a little bit about Shreddy's? Who are they made by, first of all? Well, it's uh, originally made by um, Nabisco. But not a name by Nestle. You know, it's all over the box. Can't miss it. Yeah, um, you know, that's that's just, that's life for you. You know, sometimes a cereal's made by Nabisco, and then it's bought by Post, and then that's bought by Nestle. Um, Connor, have you noticed that we're, we're, we're moving a little close into the mic here? Um, this is a little awkward. Uh, I, think, I think it's pretty nice. You know, it's got that nice cozy atmosphere going in here. I think every time we record an episode, my microphone's uh, range gets a little bit worse. And so now um, we're getting very dangerously close to um, being a little bit too close for comfort. Um, <coughs> thanks for coughing in my face. No problem. Um, so uh, shreddies are made from lattices of whole grain wheat. 
and they're basically these squares, right? They look a little bit like, you know, checkerboards, tiny little checkerboards, little square cereals, not unlike um, Organics wheat squares, which are my personal favorite. But when we try them, I guess we'll see how exactly similar they are. Um, but there are actually a lot of other flavors of Shreddies other than the famous original. Connor, what are those? We got, we got a lot of Shreddies here. We got a Shreddies original. You know, I'd say definitely most popular flavor. Amen. But then we're moving into some other, some other, some you know, wacky flavors here. You got Shreddies honey. I mean, come on, Shreddies honey. Let's be come real on, here. Shreddies honey. Granola almond crunch. Mm, Canada only. They knew it. They knew it. Canada. You know, Canada's got different tastes. We, we got. You know, we got Canadian bacon. We got Kraft dinner instead. Kraft macaroni and cheese. You know, we got we got something different going on here. We got a special country, but come on, almond crunch, be real. I think we've got a couple of U.S. listeners here, and so if this is any motivation to move to Canada, I mean, come on, come on, go ahead. You can, you can live with me. So we have a uh, two. Different UK only types here as well. We don't have these in Canada or in the states. Our friends down south don't have these. We have uh, frosted shreddies debuted in 1993, and cocoa shreddies debuted, debuted in 2002. Okay, 2002. Yeah, I was just gonna take okay, off with that. That's you. what we were doing. Frosted shreddies. Now I feel like that kind of works, right? You're getting the normal shreddies, but then you're sort of getting that, you know, sweet twist for those who like, you know, some of the sugar cereals out there. I mean, what doesn't frost work on, right? You got frosted flakes. They took corn flakes. They put some frost on it. You got mini wheats. They're not called frosted, but what are they? They're frosted shredded wheat. Um, we'll actually get to that later in this episode. Um, we've also got cocoa caramel shreddies um, and regular caramel shreddies outside the U.S. Debuted in 2008. Shreddies Max Original and Shreddies Max Granola. I don't know who Max is, um, but I think it's a little bit unfair for them to to sell his shreddies to other people because they belong to Max. Well, you got the banana bread shreddies as well. That's a that's a I think it's fairly new. I haven't, I haven't seen that around. That's 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 uh, that's sort of taking a step in the dark there. Don't you think? Such it's, a bold flavor. That's bold, and that's what we need in the cereal world. Personally, bit of a hot take here, um, but that's why you come to the show for the cereal hot takes. Um, but I feel like there needs to be a little bit more flavor original originality in the cereal community. You know, we see a lot of just the same thing. You've got your cereal, and then there's going to always just be a cocoa one, and there's going to be a frosted one, and, you know, maybe there's going to be, like, a honey one, maybe a cinnamon one, a peanut butter one. But then that's basically it, right? Um, and so fruit flavors are often something that scares people away. Um but we're seeing starting to see a little bit more of that, but something I have not seen ever is banana bread. So I think the only question is, does it taste like that? But who knows and who cares because we don't have any of those on the show. We just have original. Um, and that actually brings us into marketing, where, uh, where we can talk a little bit about uh, Shreddy's mascots, uh, Freddy and Eddie Shreddy. Um, we don't actually know very much about the biology or the, um, the history of these... These, these little shredders within their own universe. What we do know is they are two anthropomorphic yet legless shreddies um, named Freddy and Eddie, yeah. respectively. Um, just noticed that rhymes a little bit. That's a little bit clever. I wonder if they realized that too. Um, but they had um, they had lots of lots of dope ass commercials. Um, oh, sorry for any of our uh, our cl- listeners at home who don't like. Um, swear words, yeah, sorry. So, uh, lots of very cool commercials, and we're actually going to check out a couple now. Um, first one we're going to listen to is uh, one from 1987. Just pulling that up right now. Oh, that was 667. Oh, 
No pun intended here. That was that was quite a mouthful. <laughs> Thanks for the props, Connor. No um, what did we learn from that commercial? Firstly, for those of you just listening to this, which is all of you, um, a little bit of a visual breakdown. Um, we had our shreddies. They popped out of the box. They sort of encouraged these two children as they poured poured up themselves a bowl of shreddies. Um, then they turned into cowboys and then shot the camera <laughs> both. <laughs> and... Then they sang a song. It was a little bit chaotic, but it had a lot to unpack, right? So first of all, um, it's a little bit dark how enthusiastic these shreddies are about getting eaten, despite the fact that both parties seem to acknowledge the um, the uh, sentience of the shreddies. A um, little bit of a suicidal undertone there. Well, I mean, that's that's what they're born in this world to do. They're shreddies. You get eaten. I mean, like, yeah, they're marketing, but think about it. If you're a shreddy, you're not going to go into Hollywood. You're going to get eaten. It's the cycle of life. Important thing to be teaching kids about. Um, and even if you're choosing to do it in a serial commercial, you know, that is that is a path you can take. Uh, we're going to listen to one more of these. Um, a, l- a favorite of mine when I sort of checked these through and vetted them before. Um, this one is from, I believe this is the 1993 one. No, 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 sorry. This one is the 1989 one. Um... And it is called Shreddy's Commercial, bracket 1999, close bracket. Let's take a listen. Put the Shreddy's in the middle. Okay. Thanks, Freddy. Get it out of the way. You almost ran over my foot. Look out. Quick, here comes Dad. John, you guys need a hand there? That's heavy, Dad. Happy birthday, Mom. How wonderful. Didn't even chop up that strawberry. <laughs> that was that was chaotic. Yeah, spoonful of strawberry. That was that was a bigger mouthful to swallow than the last one. Uh, for those of you listeners at home who didn't quite get that, um, the Shreddies are helping some small children again and their father to prepare breakfast in bed for their mother on her birthday. Now, first thing I want to say. The breakfast in bed is the lamest breakfast in bed I've ever seen. Oh yeah, what, are you, what are they going to do here? They're not cooking pancakes. They're not doing anything. You know, it's bad. They're just pouring a goddamn bowl of cereal, and they need these animated characters' help because they can't even muster up the strength to bo- you know, pour a bowl of cereal. And listen, listen to who this is coming from, right? You're listening to a cereal podcast, somebody whose career is devoted to cereal, and even I think it is totally lame. These kids think that cereal and orange juice is breakfast in bed. That is the breakfast yeah. of people who are late for work and don't have time Man, to make they, something else. Do they even have milk in there? They, they, no. <laughs> who <laughs> knows? Oh, I mean, they all with a strawberry. That's there you go, mom. Happy <laughs> birthday. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, come on. What the heck, mom? That your kids made you breakfast in bed. Sure, it was a crappy breakfast in bed, but it was breakfast in bed. And you're just gonna say, "Where's the strawberry?" Yeah, she actually all blown <laughs> away like this one <laughs> strawberry is fixing this whole catastrophe. That's a bowl of dry cereal and bread with orange juice to pour in it. 
And then the cherry on top, or should I say the strawberry on top, hold your applause, is at the very end, I don't know if you caught this, the little boy says, it's my birthday soon. Like, I'm sorry, is this about you now? I don't care if you're like five, this is your mom's birthday. You just obviously, you know, half arsed her breakfast in bed. And and now you're just, ooh, I, I can't wait for my birthday when my family makes me a goddamn bowl of cereal and orange juice. Sorry, that one got me a little worked up. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, that that's a little peek into Shreddy's marketing in the uh, 1980s. Um, so yeah, they they had ads like this that featured Freddy and Eddie Shreddy um, being a bit a bit morbid in terms of their desires for their own demise. Um, their boxes often featured imagery of things like World War One and World War Two planes and battleships. And then in like the 1960s and 70s, often featured like Disney items and the boxes and the commercials would usually be partnered, have a partnership with a, a, a new film at the time. For example, there's other commercials where uh, the, the, it's sponsored by, I think, the film Labyrinth. Uh, I think that's starring David Bowie. May he rest in peace. Um, and delicious stuff like that. Um, so that's that. And now, actually, why don't we get into the health info of the box before we start tasting the cereal? All right, here, I'm just going to grab the box of Shreddy's. Oh, sorry, we have it all printed out here, all prepared for this. This was the first episode where we did not print out the health info, so we are reading it off the back of the box. All right, so here we go. We got, uh, per one cup, 55 grams, which, by the way, is not no, it's nowhere near close to a full bowl of cereal. They're tricking you. Here. Hot take. Also, uh, of course, as always, with half a cup of skim milk. No, no one puts what? They're, they're appealing <laughs> Excuse me? to the health cereal connoisseurs here. No one's looking down here reading size half font printed word with skim milk. Okay, right? that's ridiculous. Yeah, we always do 1% on the show. Shreddy says the audacity to put skim milk on their health information. That's ridiculous. Um, update, the dog has entered the room. Uh, Let's figure that out. Open the door. All right. Shut the door. Connor, why don't you tell them a little bit about the health information? All right, sweet. So here you go. You got one gram of fat. Um, with milk and without milk, still 2% of your daily value here. But no, we got a subcategory under that. Zero grams of trans fat. And that's Zero what, grams of there, trans fat. Th- trans fat's the bad one. 0.2 grams of saturated fat, though. It's really not that bueno. Okay. Um, but you see 1% of that comes from the skim milk. That's true. You um, just locked the dog that's in ridiculous. the room. All right, dog, you want to leave? Get out of here. All right, we only got cholesterol, zero milligrams. That's very bueno, except with the milk, it's 1%. <laughs> what is this skim milk doing for you, man? Um, 200 milligrams of sodium. Uh, not too bad, although, you know, not exactly what I would have expected. Um, 45 grams of carbohydrates, and of that... Six of those are fibers versus nine of those are sugars. Not going to point out the obvious little number I just created there for our adult viewers at home. And holy guacamole, Connor, what did you just bring on the show? Six grams of protein. That's right. Shredded already. That's crazy. Ha, shreddies. I guess that's why they call them that. Doc's back in the room. All right, we got some uh, vitamins A through whatever else. We got vitamins A, C, D. Got some other good good stuff. We got iron. Iron's a big one. 50% iron, 80% thiamine. I believe it was called thiamine on all of the other boxes, or I've just been reading it wrong, but now it does not have any at the end. 15% riboflavin, uh, 20% vitamin B6. I would rather not vitamin B6. I would rather vitamin B, uh, B, B15 in December. Uh, shout out to my birthday. All right. Um, so we've covered the health information. 
Now it's time for my favorite portion of the show, the tasting section. We're going to go ahead and each have a delicious bowl of shreddies. I'm going to grab the milk. Connor, why don't you do some talking about the cereal? Yeah, sweet. So, you know, shreddies, I feel like shreddies is special. You know, it gets gets set apart from the other cereal. Not because it's, you know, outrageously good, not outrageously cheap. You know, you still find it with all the other cereals. You got your Fruit Loops and everything. But I feel like Shreddies is a blank canvas here. You're not getting any, as I said, you know, outrageous flavors here. It's really a blank canvas. You got, you know, people who put a bit of sugar on it, a bit of bananas. And I feel like that's what, you know, that's what kept Shreddies competitive. It's the people's cereal, you know. You're not buying cereal to give into the demands of some company. No, you're buying it because it tastes good. And what better way to make sure it tastes good to everyone than to let them choose their own taste? Hey, uh, flipping men. Um, we're not flipping any men on the show uh if you want that you go to another show about flipping men um just so you all know we are using uh our traditional one percent milk on the show we're not listening to their wacky instructions to use skim milk because we are but men uh but let's let's take some bites huh sugar mm. huh sorry let me uh phrase it so usually I have some um, condiments, if you will, on my shreddies every morning when I wake up and I'm half awake. I sometimes slice a banana. Never a whole strawberry, though. Never. Sometimes I sprinkle a bit of sugar. Sometimes if I'm feeling real wacky, maybe I'll have it with some, uh, not mixed in with, but have it with some oatmeal. You know, I feel like shreddies is there to act as sort of the base for the taste you're going for here. It's not... It's not, you know, like I said earlier, it's not some outrageous taste. It's what you want to taste like, and Shreddies does that just perfectly. And you know what? I'm really glad that you actually brought Shreddies onto the show today. Uh, and yes, just so you all know, Connor is our Shreddies expert, and so he was the one who sort of brought the cereal onto the show, gave you the listening pleasure of being able to hear us eat it. Um, is because now that we've done Bran Flakes, and we've done Rice Krispies, and now we've done Shreddies, we've really attacked, like, Three of the like most major cereal shapes, but still at their base plainest form, if you know what I mean. Like we've gotten those cereals that are so good because they represent these very different textures, but also are able to uphold their good cerealness without some kind of vibrant sweet flavor, right? So that's great. My first comment I want to make is that as somebody who's often eaten uh, wheat squares, Organic sweet squares or President's Choice sweet squares. I want to say the stark difference here is that shreddies are much firmer. They're much harder. They hold their shape way better, which I think is a great score in practicality. If these were wheat squares by now, they'd be soggy. But these shreddies are really holding their shape. Yeah, shreddies are great. The other thing about shreddies is, you know, as you said, they take their they take their time. They take their sweet time to sort of go from that hard consistency, almost too hard to eat for some people. And it slowly transitions into that sort of soupy consistency that most cereals turn into when they've sitting in milk for a while. And that's really another big factor I find with uh, cereals like Shreddies is, you know, it's not just the taste, right? It's the texture. It's the feeling of it in your mouth or in the mouth. And, you know, every morning when I wake up, I don't want to bite down to shrimp, you know, some Shreddies, cut a hole in the top of my mouth. I like it just nice and soft, you know, but that that's good. It gives me some time to put stuff in it, you know, do whatever I want to the cereal. Sorry, the dog was being a little bit of a bit of a pain there, opening and closing the door. What are you gonna do, right? Dogs can't can't live with them, can't live without them. Um, 
So as I said, we're going to be doing things a little bit differently on the show this episode. Um, and that is to say that we're not actually going to show you the portion in which we actually record our scores. Um, now that we've talked about the serial a little, a little bit, we're going to take a break. We're going to put down our scores. Then we're going to come back. We're going to answer some of your questions. And then at the very end of the episode, we're going to run down our scores and tell you our exact opinion on the serial. Again, this episode sort of a trial run. Um, but yeah, we're going to see how it goes. Um, so we're going to take a short break. And then we'll be right back. And we're going to answer some of your questions. Stay tuned. All right, welcome back. We are back from our short little break, and we are now ready to answer some of your questions. Um, it's been a bit of a rough night so far, not going to lie. Uh, you're rustling your papers pretty loudly. Um, we got ratings. No, 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 but we're doing that at the end. Remember? Right. I, I, I spoke about this. You've been paying attention. Uh, yeah, well, it's been a great episode so far. It's also been a pretty stressful episode. Got a lot of dog coming in, um, harassing our guests as always. Um, one unnamed guest host stood up too quickly and spilled the water all over the table. Although Shows, uh, <laughs> that was me, you're right. And it was also my fault for um, putting water mugs on a table with barely any room to even fit uh, an expensive MacBook. Uh, <laughs> so that's what we've done so far. But now we're going to try and lighten up the mood. We're going to talk about some nice questions. And to help start us off with that, we're actually going to talk to a caller. Um, so why don't you actually get our caller on the right line now, right now? All right, hold on. Any, any second now. We plan this out spectacularly. Yeah. All right. So hold on. We have a caller coming in right now. Get him right up near the mic. This okay. is um. Can you hold this him This is up? my friend John or Frank. No, 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 no. He's not a friend. He's a fan. He's, oh, he's a fan. My fan. Okay. Just wait. He's, he's ringing. It's what? Said if it's important, text. Hey, John, welcome. You're live on the air with uh, Morning Bull. We're here to ask some questions. Thanks for... All right, thanks for calling in, John. You're here on the Morning Bull, live, on air, ready to answer some questions. All right, thank you so much for calling in. All right, all right. Ready, um, put them right up next to the mic. Thank you again so much for calling us, John. We weren't really expecting this. Look at my foot. But we love, we love getting calls from fans. Um, so actually, we're just going to jump right in with the first question from Instagram user and Morning Bull fan at Henry Pasha, uh, at Henry. Sorry, uh, we're live talk show slash podcast here, the Morning Bull. We focus on cereal. We're here to ask you. Who's this? From Tops. Oh, I'm sure he's told you uh, some great stories about me. Got another hey, is that where? Hey, I told him I wanted to go to the Muji store them to buy pencils, and he's out hanging out with. Get, get John. Okay, all right. First question. That is it. Cereal with cream instead of milk. Yay or nay? And why? Show your work. With cream? Hell no. Damn. No swearing, please. Okay. Keep it. The, your dog's like. That is a hot take. Um, from. That that's Joseph. No, that's his dog. Okay. Uh, yeah, all right. Okay. So, so, all right, so yay or nay? <laughs> come on, we don't. Like, come on, let's hold up. We don't got all day. Yeah. Connor, if you're gonna do a podcast like the morning bowl, be a professional, okay? 
you're, this is I'm the gonna hang you, up in three I am seconds so if you don't answer the question. This is the world's most professional podcast. I'm putting that in our bio. We have a jingle. World's most pro- yeah, we have a jingle, and it is not an apple. I want to see your jingle. It's okay. definitely not an apple. Cereal with cream instead of milk. Yay or nay? Two Last options. Chance. It's not hard. And nay. Okay, nay. Like a horse. All right, thank you. I'm going to say nay as well. That's too much for me. Okay. Okay. What? Thank what, you. Why? John's why? No, we we don't need a why. Show you. Okay. Get John on. I want to hear John. <laughs> I called John so I could speak to John. What's he doing? Give him the presentation. Hey, okay, Connor, we need to meet diversity quotas. We need a woman. Okay, fine. Sorry, uh, diversity quotas. You're our new guest. So <laughs> that's your name. Speaking go. of diversity quotas, can um, putting chocolate milk in cereals improve taste? That is from at Darina Naskova on Instagram. Is that you say? What do you got to say, um, uh, ma'am? <laughs> Hold it a little closer. Pardon? Putting chocolate milk in cereals uh, doesn't improve taste. What do you think? Yeah or nay? Yeah or nay? Putting chocolate milk in cereal? Yep, that's what we said. What type? What type of cereal? It doesn't matter. We're not, we're we're not getting caught up on the little details here. With all due respect, this is a pretty simple question. It's an easy is question. Is this a prank I call? I don't think I would mind it. You would not mind. This is not a yay or nay, please. Is that a yay or a nay? Good cop, yay, bad cop. <laughs> all right, we've got a yay. Um, all right, we've got a third question. This is one I'm a little bit passionate about myself. I think I already spoke about this oh, a little bit on an episode. All right. Um, question from at underscore Jacob Zero on Instagram asks, do you add fruit? Into cereal. What do you have to say? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yes, d- you add do you, fruit into cereal. Do you cereal. slice it first? You put that in whole. Yeah. Do, do, do you slice it first or what? Fruit into cereal? I would put berries or bananas. Oh, my goodness. We've actually met one. They're, they're real people who do this. What did you say? Do you, does, is that every, every time you have a bowl of cereal? Is that like a... Or is that bananas? Or is that like when you're? Is that on your birthday when you're having cereal in bed? Yeah, and you add a whole strawberry. To, kids are too lazy to make a goddamn pancake or something. You'll get that reference get once you watch the episode. Hey, what? Speaking of which, you guys can watch us on iTunes or on SoundCloud at the Morning Bowl. That's true. You can send a Instagram message. That's, yeah, we're that's on, live that's on air right now with ten thousand viewers, the whole city of Toronto. All right. Um, okay, so, you put fruit into cereal, um, if you haven't already heard my opinion, I think that's ridiculous, I think that's insane, I think that's just for people who are too ashamed to say that they like eating soggy fruit. Let me ask you a question, um, um, let me ask you a question, anonymous caller, would you, would you pour yourself a glass of milk and then just dump some berries in it and eat that? Yeah, it's good. What the, what are you on? You slice up cherries, but it's not, it's not. It's not, it's like a smoothie. It's like a real, okay, sorry. All right, we'll be back. Thank you. It's, it's, okay, well, we got to thing off there for the second here. No, you can't just go out there and start, you know, you can't slander, like, keep the, you can't slander a whole group of people based off of one assumption, right? Okay, um, I'm not. <laughs> Speaking of assumptions, I assume that the person who asked the question at Jacob, or underscore, at, at Jacob underscore zero is willing to call in. So we're going to call from him right now. So we're going to answer this live on the air and ask a little bit about his question. And Connor's going to hold the phone very close to yeah, the microphone very, this Okay, time. thank you. Don't got don't to be mean about it. 
We are waiting for him to call. This is pretty slick. You know, it's how everyone, every single person on my phone is Graydon's face. <laughs> I didn't realize who that was. <laughs> he has this really, he has this picture wait, he wait, really wait, doesn't on. like of me. Is he here? No. Nope. It was, okay. Okay. Hello, Jacob Hammond. You're live on the air. <laughs> Jacob, you sound a little different there. Jake says, Do you have a cold? All right, all right, back. Might it change his okay, phone yeah, number? Yeah. Okay, we don't need to. <laughs> back up, back up, guests. We got great Zago, the man whose face represents every contact in my phone. Let's see. Let's see what he's got to say about fruit and He cereal. invited me to a Google classroom to teach me about hockey. I can name, well, I'll name all his favorite hockey players, maybe. Sometimes he answers, sometimes he doesn't. Usually he just tells me to buzz off whenever I answer. And yep. paraphrasing. <laughs> that was he would good never paraphrasing. use un- unchristian language like that. That's true. This is a very family-friendly show. Come on. Come, come on, on, Graydon. Don't fail us, oh, Graydon. Got me on speaker. Oh, you know what? Usually he eats dinner around 9.30 to 10. <laughs> you know what? Maybe maybe it's time we move on to the real big question of the day. That sucks, dude. Um, so we had a caller. That was great. That was nice. Uh, don't know her name. Don't know who she was. But she went to Tops. She went to Tops. That's what we know. Knows uh, Frank slash John. Yet to confirm his real name. <laughs> okay. Um. But the real big question on the table today is a question from Instagram user at Heather Stanley underscore who asks, "What do you think of the Mini Wheats hot milk ad campaign they put on last year?" My goodness, this was a breath of fresh air after sorting through a garbage dump of hundreds upon thousands of terrible questions from terrible fans. No offense, but we only like some of our fans. I was so glad we got this question. I find this a really interesting question. I had sort of forgotten about this campaign. But not only do I think this is a great question just because of its uh, creativity and obvious show of serial knowledge, but it also means it's something we can practically try out on the show. And so, you know, but that means... We're actually going to try out some hot milk mini wheats. So we've got some mini wheats here. Dude, no we've way. got some hot milk here. Yeah, pretty, no way. Rare. You didn't know that. That's, that's pimping, dude. That's tight. So, C- Connor, why don't you talk about your predictions for what this is going to be like well, while I pour out the milk into know, the mic, please? All right, perfect. So, um, you know, just judging from the box here, they look remarkably similar to the other, you know, cereal boxes. You got, oh, dude, sweet. We already got them here. Hold on. Can you see the box? I just want to... Yeah. So... What they look like is someone made someone made shreddies more brown colored, stretched them out, and completely mortified their original shape, and um, sprayed solid milk on top. Is that hot milk? That yeah. looks disgusting. <laughs> Keep that way. No, I want to eat them. You give the hot milk taste. I'm not falling for any of that. Connor is our control group. He's going to be eating them without hot milk. So here we go. He's oh. a coward. Here we go. Also, update, I spilled hot milk all over the table. As you idiot. You predicted. Oh, my God. It's everywhere. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my... Sorry. I also your don't have dog a spoon. is eating my socks. I'm going to take your you spoon. Get... Okay. Um, Where's my spoon? Quick okay. opinion on mini wheats. Might do a whole episode on this, so let's not get into a little bit. I can't stand shredded wheat. It's like you're literally eating a bale full of hay. Nobody wants to eat a bale full of hay. You know That's what I disgusting. always say? Hay is for horses. Mini wheats are able to make up for that a little bit with their frost. But what I'm curious about is how do they do with hot milk? For those of you who don't know, there was an advertising campaign a little while ago uh, last year uh, where basically mini wheats tried to convince us that during the winter eating mini wheats with hot milk was really good. Um, and I don't know whether to buy this or not. So we're, we're going to test it right here, right now, folks. Uh, you, you will see this nowhere else. We are fact-checking this ad to see if 
hot milk with many weights is really very good. And by we, I mean me, because Connor is eating no, them I'm dry. No. All right, let's, let's try it out. That looks pretty hot. Huh. Okay. Um. Mm. Okay, right off the bat. Right off the bat. You know if you put a piece of bread in, like, some water, it would probably get soggy? Actually, this isn't a very no. good analogy. I'm not, not, I'm not good with the analogy. No, no, not if it's waterproof bread. <laughs> okay, good point. If we're getting off here, here's number one problem. You put shreddies in hot milk, they deconstruct, like, immediately. Like, These most of this bowl is already deconstructed shreddies. These are shreddies. Number two, I think it's horrid and horrible. I'm sorry. I, it's, an, again, I respect the creativity. I always respect creativity. Not a good idea. For such a weak, loose, spineless cereal to begin with, putting something crazy like hot milk, it just makes them more of a chore to eat, especially no. since it liquefies most of the bowl. Oh, yeah. Mm. Just watching you eat it right now, it doesn't look like cereal at all. It looks like someone's eating a very sad half bowl of porridge. Of, uh, no, of oatmeal. Thank you. But there are no oats, so it's more like No porridge. oats. I would say it's more like porridge because oatmeal yeah, is made of Yeah, it looks sad. Like, you got eating that bus stop, people are going to make fun of you. look like an idiot eating that. I don't even want to finish it. I might throw up. So you try one of the dry ones. Mm. Ah, I got your lip juice. Way better. That's gross. So, Heather Stanley, so your answer you is, um, we feel terrible. We hate it, and we're also a little bit mad at you for making us eat that. But thank you for the question. Um, moving on, we've got a question from a new fan at uh, Jack McCoy four six seven on Instagram. Tells us, I just subbed. Content is excellent. Opinion on Raisin Bran. Now. Again, I've already talked a little bit about my opinion on Raisin Bran, so it's evident that Jack McCoy is a new fan. But I picked this because, of course, he is a fan, and we're always appreciative of fans expressing their, their gratitude towards us, because we're obviously, like, modern-day um, MLK. Bit of a hot take, but I think that's true. <laughs> we're the MLK of cereal, how about? Okay. Um, so thank you, Jack McCoy. My opinion on Raisin Bran, I like it. Um, I, However... I much prefer homemade Raisin Bran to the actual branded Raisin Bran. Just to be clear, it means I prefer putting raisins in Bran Flakes than eating the actual branded Raisin Bran. Branded Raisin Bran tries to justify the fact that they're actually selling it as a separate cereal by putting this sort of frosting on the raisins. But no way. It just keeps them hard, and it's oversweet, and I don't like it. However, as I stated on, I think, the first episode when I was talking about Bran Flakes, the addition of raisins is the one addition of fruit that I approve of because, you know, they're dry, so it's not the same thing. I'm just going to put the image of eating a soggy peach into your mind to remind you why cereal boxes are big, fat lies. Oh, peaches are good soggy. Connor, you are going wild. This is this is another bowl of dry mini-wheats. No, no, honey. Can't shame me for this. Dot A! Come on! Sorry. Get your own bowl. You got milk all over your recording equipment for starters here. You got my notepad. Mm. Okay. Um, well, I feel like some cereals, you know, they're just better dry. Like, you know, some cereals, you know, you get the milk playing into it. Got the whole sensation that comes when you add milk, not only to the taste, but to the texture. But I feel like these are a perfectly reasonable just snack. To snack on. Just like a little, you know, a little dry. Well, I think like eating a cracker. If a cereal is better dry, I think that just means it deserves practicality demerits. Because that just means it does not react well with milk. 
and what should a cereal do? What What is the most important part of cereal to react well with the only other ingredient in eating a bowl of cereal? Bit of a hot take, but we digress. Um, let's move on to another question. This is a very special question because it comes from one of our international fans. Oh, um, is cereal. Sure. Hashtag globalism. Yeah, uh, you already jumped the gun a little bit there, but... From at Spencer.Jeremy, uh, a, a United States fan, and also possibly my cousin, asks, is cereal a soup? Now, you hear a lot of these questions on the internet, you know, in, you know, the present times, you hear the whole, is water wet question, you know, um, which uh, we're not going to get into that. Trust me, we're not going to get into that. Um, but is cereal in a, a soup? Now, I'm just going to give my opinion on this first, Connor. You can tell me what you think. <laughs> My dog is going crazy on you. Dog's in love with me. He's ridiculous. I think uh, he's a bit obsessed. Um, but is cereal a soup? Well, I would say if you look at it from a very objective point of view, if you just stand back and identify all of the different elements of it, maybe yes. Because I mean, structurally, it isn't any different from soup. But the reason I would say cereal doesn't count as a soup is because although soup can have solid parts floating in it. I mean, you know, French onion soup comprises of a lot of solid parts floating in it. Corn soup, lots of solid parts floating in it. The issue is that if you took out the solid parts of French onion soup, it would still be French onion soup. If you took out the solid parts of corn chowder, it would still be corn chowder. But if you take out the cereal from cereal, it is just milk. Well, and yeah, it's, but milk's good. That's mil Milk's good, but it's not a soup, right? Come on, I'm going to I'm gonna have to... I have to, you know, interrupt you real quick here. I wholeheartedly believe that cereal is a soup, okay? Because you get the fundamental question, but it's not the fundamental question. It's the layers of reality that lie behind that question. The truths and the lies. Think about it like this. Soup. How would you define soup? Some presumably thick liquid... That you eat out of a bowl with a spoon or a plate. We're not judging people here. We're not soup experts, by the way. Don't don't quote us on this. Yeah, you can follow my. Uh, I'm starting a new podcast. The evening bowl. The it's evening bowl. No, midday bowl. <laughs> That's when we, we eat soup? soup for dinner. Soup is. Uh, I'm sorry. And dinner is midday. Soup. soup? Dinner is in the <laughs> no, evening. That's no. No one eats soup for din din. I'm just putting it out there, okay? I'm sorry. I, so you've been to France. They have soup at dinner. I've been to France a lot, and I regret grilling there every single time I've went there. Hot take. This show is now um, anti-France, as well as anti-fruit and cereal. It was always anti-France. Uh, we're sorry to any of our French listeners. This is this is just banter. Okay. Um, but yeah, I feel like wholeheartedly, it is soup. Because if you think about it, you, know, you brought up the point that soup can't have floating hard bits in it. I would completely disagree. I mean, like, you know, you got soup and crackers, for example. I know a lot of people eat soup, put a cracker in their mouth. Except you can completely eliminate that one inefficient step of having to eat the cracker differently if you drop the crackers into the soup. And this is what I've been telling people for years. Like, I know a lot of people think about this. They think I'm over here with my tinfoil hat. think I know anything. But they're jealous, okay? Don't let people put you down. Can you stop eating my... Okay. Don't let people put you down. I mean, yeah, so what if you want to crunch up raw craft dinner noodles, put them in soup? You know, Connor, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut you off right there. Your argument is stupid, and I would rather talk to a brick wall. You got one right there. Go for it. That's not a brick wall. That's, I'm leaving. Do you know what bricks look like? I'm leaving. He's leaving. Yeah, you're going to knock something over again. 
It wasn't me. It was you. You put the... Okay, I'm staying. Let's move on to the next question. And this is actually... We're very lucky to get a question from uh, someone you might remember from the first episode. At Leo underscore Morgenstern on Instagram asks, preferred type of spoon to eat cereal with? Now, um, the only two types of spoons I really eat cereal with, because I identify myself as a cereal traditionalist, would be the tablespoon and the teaspoon, right? Of course, I'm not referring to the measuring tools. I'm referring to the actual spoons, right? So, you know, if you know anything about table setting, you know the tablespoon and the teaspoon, right? I would say I usually go for the tablespoon if I'm eating a regular-sized bowl of cereal of most kinds. However, I will actually advise if you were trying to, if you're actually trying to come up with a, a review of cereal, for example, if you're writing a review or you're, uh, you're posting on a website, you know, we don't do that on the, the podcast. It's supposed to be a little bit more natural. But if you're really trying to uh, review a cereal very objectively, uh, trying actually using a teaspoon can actually be very useful because usually you can be very selective about the pieces you pick up. And so that, I think, is the instance where I would use a teaspoon. But for the most part, I think to get the optimal amount of most cereals in your mouth, I would say tablespoon. Wait, I feel like, um, you know, you're narrowing it down here. I mean, like, yeah, you got teaspoon, tablespoon, but you're forgetting real spoons. I'm talking about the, you know, the spaghetti spoons that look like a, a hair comb. But more importantly, the spoons with holes in them. I know when I'm eating my shreddies and they get to that point when they taste like porridge, I'm busting out the mashed potato serving spoon to eat those bad boys. <laughs> I'm not playing around here with no soggy milk, okay? Dude, you could, you could I'm going to take this to the grave. I'm never going to change my opinion. Soggy cereal is better without milk. Because you, you look at it. What you're looking for in cereal is the contrast. You get the hard cereal. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, excuse She's me. You got another one coming? There we go. You get the hard cereal and the soft, wet... There we go. Here's the Wet milk. And if you think about it, that's really why people eat it with milk, you know? It might get a little wet, you know, maybe some people like the taste, except I eat it because I want to mix. Like, people talk about how you're supposed to have a good mix of vitamins. No. It's solids and liquids. But that does bring me on to my next point. Oh, when great. you have next point, there is a next point. Uh, uh, when you have soggy cereal and soggy milk, you are downplaying the values of that cereal as a cereal. If you think about it, it's like saying bright red is blue. You have the contrast red and blue, but if you take that blue and turn it into some turquoise weird mix of red and blue, it's not the same. There's no clear contrast. And yeah, you can get into specifics. You can get into, you know, what you got, your personal opinions and specifics. But no, what I'm what I'm getting at here is that, in my opinion at least, cereal should have a contrast. And you're doing cereal a dishonor if you're sitting here at the bus stop eating your bowl of soggy bran flakes like it's porridge, slurping up and making noises for everyone else to hear. You're doing a dishonor to not only cereal, but yourself. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yes, I, I suppose um, <laughs> that, that, that could be true. Um, let's move on. Uh, thank you for the question at Leo underscore Morganstern. We've got a question from another guest host from last week's episode. Maybe you remember him at Mark Nell asks, where do you draw the line for sugary cereals? 
Now, I know your question mark is um, probably supposed to be saying, you know, what kind of cereal is too sugary? <laughs> I'd say whatever you just ate because you're acting ridiculous. Thank you for the handful of mini wheats. Um, I don't think I could identify a cereal that I've had that I think is too sugary just for a single instance. But I'm going to warp your question a little bit. And I'm going to say that I think for optimal cereal appreciation... Well, obviously, as a true cereal fan, I advocate for, like, having a rotation of cereals, right? Having at least four boxes open at a time so you're not getting tired of a cereal. And I think maybe one out of those four in that rotation should be a sugary cereal or else you're really just going to over-sugar yourself. And I'm not even talking about this for health reasons. I'm talking about this for, like, cereal enjoyment reasons. And I'm seriously saying you're just going to numb your mouth to, like, you, you don't... As someone who likes cereal, the last thing I want to do is numb my taste buds to the subtleties of cereals like Shreddies, of cereals like Bran Flakes, of cereals like Rice Krispies, right? I want to be able to appreciate those. And if I'm just constantly eating sugary cereals, I'm going to forget about that. So I would say, in terms of frequency, I would draw the line at, you know, of your rotation of cereals, maybe a quarter of them should be sugary cereals. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> personally, I believe that you can have as many sugary cereals as you want, you know, as many times you want. We're not judging people based on what cereal you like here, but you I feel judge. like there is a line at which at which point a sugar cereal goes from a you know normal sugar cereal to a completely over the top over sugared cereal. Like take for example, you know, what is it Lucky Charms? Lucky Charms, I think, or at least that I that is a whole other story. There's going to be an episode on that. Continue. I feel like Lucky Charms. I remember when I was little. I think I had them a couple times, but. I'd always pick out the marshmallows, right? You already have a lot of sugar just in the cereal itself. And, you know, it turns the milk into sweet milk or whatever, whatever you want to say about it. But I feel like they're just going too far now, right? Like, you know, they're, they're marketed to kids. Good for them for adding more sugar. They know what kids want. There's a point, though, at which when you add, like, marshmallows and powder that comes with it or anything like that, that it just gets too sugary, at least for me. Like, there's a point at which you become self-conscious of how much you're eating just because the amount of sugar in it stops and makes you, makes you think, like, huh. you know, should I be eating this much sugar? And that's usually something you don't associate with eating too much sugar, which is being able to stop and think. Because um, usually your, your heart's beating a little too fast. Um, who knows, man? We're not, we're not sugar experts. We're cereal experts. Cereal um, marketing experts. Sorry, are we? Yeah. That's a fist bump? All right, fist that's bump. a fist bump. Okay. Thank you for the question, Mark Nell. Um, and that's actually going to wrap up our question section for today. Um, just a little, a little update. If we didn't, uh, if we didn't get to your question, uh, we're sorry. Scheduling is very confusing. We're sorry, Jonathan uh, Holtman. <laughs> you shouldn't have mentioned his name, so we know that we didn't get to his question. The issue is here. Um, we'll get your question. We swear. It's been a couple weeks. But we will do the necessary research to be able to answer your question. So stay tuned for Jonathan Altman's amazing question. Um, but now that we have actually answered a bunch of these questions, we have told you a little bit of a recap that um, hot milk with uh, mini wheats is terrible. Um, it just turns into a shapeless uh, mush and it is ridiculously uncomfortable to eat. Um, we have spoken about our opinions on Raisin a Bran, or at least I have. We have heard um, a stranger's opinion on fruit and cereal, the wrong one, I might add, and on chocolate milk and cereal, and on cream instead of milk. Um, yeah, so I think we, we had some very productive conversation today. Uh, but now we're going to get back to our final verdict 
on Shreddies. So we're going to take another short break. And when we come back, we're going to tell you our results um, and our final scores for Shreddies. Stay around. And we are back. Um, that was our that was our third or our second. Sorry, I, I can't count. It's 941. I can't count. Um, that was our second and final break. And now we are back and uh, ready to tell you our results from earlier in the episode. Um, if you tuned in late, I don't know how that would make any sense because this isn't a live podcast. If you somehow only listened to the second half of this, you would have missed us eating and reviewing Shreddies. Um, and now we're back and we've got our results ready to read out to you. Um, so each person is just going to do a quick rundown of their results and, you know, their final thoughts. So I'll start. Um, of course, we are using the um, the, the Joseph Morgenstern. Uh, uh, I have to count it every time. One, two, three, four, five, six. No, no, no. So you don't count average, Connor. Oh, shit, I count um, average. The, um, the, the Joseph Morgenstern sextuple um, uh, scoring method. So uh, first up, of course, is taste. Um, and out of five, I ranked Shreddy's a 3.5. I think it's just above middle of the road because I think they're able to distinguish themselves very well um, as one of those sort of low-taste cereals, which I really respect. But, you know, it's not a super vibrant taste, so I can't give it a five for taste. Um, for texture, I gave it a three because I think it's a good texture, but I think most of the goodness from the texture comes maybe in the practicality section. Um, I think out of like the main textures of cereal, this one isn't my favorite. You know, I would prefer pops or flakes or berries, um, meeting the shape, not the actual, uh, food over this, but it's still a great shape. Um, so I give it three out of five for practicality. I gave it a very high score. I give it a 4.5 because it, of its amazing ability to stay firm. Um, despite staying in milk for a long time, just a little update for those of you listening at home. <laughs> Connor is currently <laughs> trying. <laughs> I've got to cut that out. Connor, this is a PG oh, podcast. Sorry, your dog is very friendly. It's going under the chair. Okay. I have to remember this is 4947 so I can beep that out. Um Okay. Uh what where was I? I gave it a 4.5 out of 5 for practicality. Um because uh if it's amazing ability to stay very firm despite lasting staying in milk for a long time. For noise level, I also gave it a very high score. I gave it a 4.5 because it is virtually um <laughs> silent. Um <laughs> okay, my dog is having a psychotic breakdown. He's <laughs> licking Connor, chasing him around the room. It's a little ridiculous, but you're here for cereal. The cost, I give it a 2 out of 5. Not great, but, you know, not terrible. You don't care about money. And finally, to average all of those out, that is a 2.57142657143. Connor has left the room. He is now in another <laughs> room in the studio, and he just asked my Amazon Alexa to play Despacito. The dog's going to listen to Despacito. <laughs> the dog is going to listen to Despacito. All right, Connor, why don't you um, oh, tell us you your reviews? Yeah. 2.57142657143. Right. Perfect. That is completely off, by the way, because I divided by seven, not six. <laughs> don't check the math. All right, Connor. All right, perfect. Taste solid three out of five. Since we're only you know covering base model, sh oh base model shreddies, um, you know I feel like shreddies alone they're not they're not they don't have that you know that thing to them. You know you got cereals they each have a twist they each have a their own individual component and you know you could say uh, 
could say that Shreddy's individual component is not having a twist. Excuse me, not having a twist. But there are a lot of other cereals like that. You just go to the dollar store, you get any cereal, and it can taste just as good as Shreddy's alone. However, I feel like that's a big factor, because with Shreddy's, the way it mixes with other ingredients and other ways you can customize it is far superior to any dollar store cereal. But moving on, texture. Five out of five. This one, I think... Five out of five. Hot take. Sorry, go on. That's sort of the trademark for the show. Hot take. There's blood all over my sheet, by oh the way. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's that? Oh, sweet. That's, that's Did tight. my dog literally lick you so much that I think it broke skin? I he bit me a little bit. You notice I'm pretty red right now. <laughs> I'm going to have a shower when I get home. It's, yeah. This is I'm good thing this is a podcast. I probably should have taken a bed until I forgot Joe had a dog. All right, so texture, like, five out of five, because at any level, you can have any... Te- you talk, can you... <laughs> <laughs> this show sucks. Five out of five. You heard of any level, bullets. any level of texture is capable of shreddies, right? I'm not playing here when I say this. You like porridge? Bam, shreddies. <laughs> like literally cutting the insides of your mouth open? Bam, shreddies. I love that. As a Trump that is top places, ten I satisfying. That. That's that's a Troom Troom did a video on that. Yeah, Troom Troom. I love Troom Troom. Troom so good. They do you know, the best pranks. Go subscribe to Troom Troom, the best Crimean. Uh, Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. Practicality, five out of five. You walk down to any store anywhere, and I guarantee you, they will be covered in shreddies. Shreddies bread. Hats, you got Grimace from McDonald's with a shreddy shirt on. They have it. I'm not I'm not joking here, Joe. You can't be laughing at me when I'm talking about how cool shreddies are. Yeah, I'm sorry, you're being very your, serious. Your dog is literally oh my kid feel like a tomato. <laughs> Noise level is two. Okay? I'm talking when you're sitting down in the study hall and you crack open that box of shreddies, not only are you gonna make you know noise cracking open that box of shreddies, but pouring it into the bowl makes noise. But then comes the big part, hitting the spoon on the side. That makes a lot of noise, too. <laughs> but then you got eating the shreddies, right? Does the, nothing, scoop them up. There's no mind. noise. Okay. Scoop them up. Scoop them up from the bowl. Do that all you want. But you can't eat them in the study hall. Because when you crunch them, they sound loud as heck, dude. I'm telling you. But what study hall are you in? <laughs> I don't know. We have a study all day. I got kicked out of because I kept talking about the banana wars that happened. We have a study. Okay, never if mind. Anyone know, if anyone knows about this, my famous G off the Windows 98 laptop has been to every room in the school except for the ones I'm not legally allowed to enter. <laughs> Shout out to Come G off. He has not been in the janitorial Next up, health. No, he has not. However, I did um, almost once go into the fan room next to the elevator. That was the time that guy got stuck in the elevator. Fun Shout time. out to you Northerners. Who remembers that time they saw, you know, did the fire bell like eight times because that guy got stuck in the elevator? That <laughs> was pretty yeah. slick. Next up, though, we have health, okay? Health is a very big one when people are doing cereals, right? You got the people that over... Who are we getting? Who cares? <laughs> Sorry. Talks are making so much noise right now. Go, go ahead. Go, okay. ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. So, basically... Um, health. There's a, there's a scale on this one. There's a balance. If you think about it, you know, there's a couple... Oh my god. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, we're just gonna interrupt for a second. A uh, little check-in on that hot milk, uh, shredded, uh, shreddy, sh- um, mini-wheats. The bottom of my... Licking the insides of my knees. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Two things. First off, <laughs> no, my dog is... Is murdering Connor. I my balls twice in his paws. Cut that out. I've got to have to listen to this whole thing. 5525, boys. Okay. That sounds like a Bible quote. Okay. Um, Checking in on the hot um, 
mini wheats. They have all congealed into one solid. Oh, come on, come on. It's disgusting. Oh, it literally just looks like cream oh, of wheat no, now. Comes the airplane. Oh my god. Joe, close your mouth. Ray, don't know. Joseph just accepted this hot steaming pile of garbage. <laughs> Open mouth, except he didn't close his mouth, and now it's all over the table. At Heather.Stanley underscore, this is still your fault. Yeah, next up, cost. Even though we didn't cover health at all. Four out of five for health. Oh, I d haven't I been saying the ratings? No. <laughs> five out of five for cost. Cost is a big part of cereal. I'm not playing around. When I go to Sobeys and I buy my liter of milk to drink with my friend John, who we had his, uh, I think his sister on the show earlier. I don't think that's his sister. It's don't worry about no, it. Don't, don't call it. It's not his. I, <laughs> I, for, for the record, I don't think that's his sister. Just, just putting that out there. Well, hold on. I'm covered in. I got. You bleeding more? Uh, no, I'm not bleeding more. I have hives. I'm allergic to dogs. He's hypoallergenic. There's no such thing as hypoallergenic <laughs> dogs. It's a myth. Average, cost five Why out of five. Average, four out of five. I'm not playing when I I'm say sorry. this. Why did you, you got that as your average and I got <laughs> Okay. Okay. Can you stop acknowledging him? He's, he's, it's pretty hard he's to when he's out here licking me all over and throwing up half, half eaten bits of kibble all over the goddamn carpet. We weren't supposed Gosh to heck. mention that on air. Okay. I feel like Trey's pretty good. Yeah, I got some strong opinions. No, maybe. But really? Yeah, maybe. I'd say you are the Alex Jones of the, uh, the morning. Speaking so of Alex Jones, That's for those of you who want something a bit more. Oh, we have three minutes. Yo, um, I'm going to be real here. Check out the Aftermath show. I'm going to talk about. Hey, can we go? Sorry. Let's, Very good. Four out of five. On. Delicious. Um, So you like sh shreddies, right? That's why you brought them on the show? No. <laughs> you hate them? You no. can't stand them? I detest That's shreddies. That's why you gave them four out of five, because you hate them. No. Get, get closer. <laughs> Where are you? I like shreddies, okay? I'm not in love with shreddies, but I like them. What about Freddie and Eddie? What, how do you feel about Freddie Freddy and, Eddie? and Eddie? Like They sound like they're going to tie me up and take me to Shreddy's headquarter. Cut over <laughs> my body for science. Yum, yum. Yeah. I don't I don't trust them. Um, do you got eye maps on here? <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at it. So I keep going. Um, uh, yeah, we'll do a gear, a gear review later. Um... Yeah, I like Treddies too. Thank you for introducing me to them. I think they are better than um, than than organic sweet squares. I think uh, you've actually shown me something, and that is that from now on when I go to the supermarket, if I'm feeling like some some square Chexy cereals, maybe I'll buy Shreddies. Uh, but yeah, you know what? Thank you uh, for bringing cereal on the show, Connor, and thank you for bringing yourself on the show. What I mean, what did you think about your first experience? Have you ever been on a podcast before? Actually, yeah, I've been on a lot. You know, this oh, one's, I, I'm sorry, I spilled water all over myself when I have this dog harassing me the whole time. But you know, oh, dude, there's a dog. Sweet, that's that's tight. <laughs> he is lying down for the first time ever at 58 minutes and 43 seconds in. So we have 58 minutes, 43 seconds. Let's, let's wrap this up here, fellas. So I think. This is a great podcast. I like what you're doing here. I like how you have the community involvement. You're not just here talking smack on cereals all day. Um, and and speaking of community involvement, thank you all so much for your questions and your comments. Keep sending them in. I'm actually going to hit the outro right now. Um, I don't know if Connor wants to blip in a little bit, but... Um, what do I have to tell you? Uh, these pages are stuck together with water. Thank you, Connor. No Thank you very much for tuning into this week's. <laughs> Thank Today you. Today was a little bit of a trial run. Fear not, because the regular serial reviews are not a thing that we forgot to call Jacob. Okay, can we say these in, say these in unison? Ready? 
I'll say this, the outro. Ready? One, two, three. Thank, Thank you very, very much for tuning in to this week's show. Today was a little bit of a trial run, but fear not, because the regular serial reviews are not a thing of the past. Be sure to send us any questions, comments, requests, challenges, or anything really. Audience participation is a large part of what brings the show to life. Also, remember to follow us on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud to get MySpace to get quick, easy access to our bi-weekly episodes.